my photo commits. Instead of doing a jazzy intro this week for episode 89 of Three Fans in a Pod, I have decided instead to remind people of theater etiquette. <laughs> Please do. A little, a little jizzy intro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jizzies. <laughs> uh. Don't bring your baby to movie theater if you're drunk and you might vomit. Don't, Don't go, go to movies. movies. Many, many more. How about... As soon as the lights go off and the movie's getting ready to start, don't fucking keep talking as loudly as you can. Shut the fuck up. That that's the shut the fuck up. That's that's you know, me no shut the fuck you up. Just recently had a rotator cuff surgery. Maybe get a handicap seat. Especially if all Maybe. the handicap seats are empty by the time the movie starts. Maybe just move up there. Be by yourself. You can have all the luxury space. You I want. feel like he was just making it up so he could have both armrests. I think he was too. He should have been like, this arm back. <laughs> hey, but fuck out of here. Chop it. As much as we are rivals at Three Fans in a Pub, we can all agree on this. There's etiquette when it comes to being in a theater. Absolutely. Know it, or do not fucking go to see a movie. Movies are too fucking expensive to sit through a shitty, like, experience with it. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. It's way too expensive these days. Way too expensive. King of the slow clap. God damn, them dastardly in a slow clap. But anyways, just a heads up for anyone who has seen Endgame, or will see Endgame, have the etiquette. People almost ruined my experience today. Almost had to go super sane. Fucking fuck some people up. Fucking fuck them. But anyways, let's talk about wrestling, shall we? So we have some news. Yeah. And we're going to run through all the stuff on as we always do. In case you couldn't tell, we have special guest Dev Dastardly back this week. Back Woo. again. Because why not? It was such a good week last week, we decided to invite him back. It's nice to have a penis perspective on things. I'm back from my kingdom. It's, <laughs> all, it's all well now. <laughs> you got that shit under control. I got it under control. The Queen Pretty Bee has made her epic return. Oh yes, I'm here. Fought off the White Walkers. Yes. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, gentle penis. Gentle penis. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, you know, my first question always and forever when we have these weekly gatherings. What are we drinking this evening? Well, as your returning queen, I came over and was given Chardonnay. So that's what I'm drinking, because I did not buy alcohol. So, I'm drinking Chardonnay. It's pretty good, actually, honestly. What a brand box Chardonnay is that? What we typically get. Oh, Franzia? Franzia, yeah. Oh, yeah, how are you? Uh, that's, that's the shit. That's the yeah. best. Yes. They I mean, say Boda. Box <clears throat> but Boda's... You get the best. That's like personalized, I feel like. I love the Boda boxes. I just love sugar. And you're like, oh, it's just like a juice box, but it's like three glasses of wine. And like six of them. What a juice box. It is. It's like an adult juice box. Oh man. You can't see this, but I'm currently also <laughs> drinking Chardonnay. And swooshing it. Oh my god, it's good. <laughs> very fancy. It's gonna be. No. <laughs> 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 you shut up. <laughs> you shut your You're a guest on this podcast. The dev, the dev gets dastardly. <laughs> the goddamn dev got dastardly. <laughs> well, it's me, Easy E. I hate you. The sleaziest. I saw Jesus for you. Interraining, <laughs> defending. Who cares? Three fans on a pop paper. But you're only champ- degrading our boat. 
Really <laughs> making it worth nothing. The value goes down every day you have it. Yeah, putting the sleeves is getting put, on it, and it's just it's rusting and it's not working. Every morning, statistically, I should win soon. Like statistically, it goes down. I don't know, man. Like I'm, I feel like I'm trying. I feel like WrestleMania just didn't go. I thought this was gonna be your moment. I really thought it was. Well, WrestleMania was just rooting for me anyways towards the end of it. Anywho, but, like, that, I was just like, I'm losing. Apparently, I came back a little bit, but that still wouldn't have helped me. Your next victory point. will be a sweet one. Oh, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. It'll feel nice. Oh, but in uh, Tree Sleeves fashion, I'm drinking <laughs> another Sonic drink with 99 pineapples in it. This week, it is cranberry limeade with some orange in it. <laughs> and 99 pineapples. That actually sounds pretty good. I bet it's, um, like, pretty much. Because, you know, I get up in the morning, every morning, and rub a little sleaze on that belt of mine. What exactly is that? Though? Yeah, what exactly is what sleaze? A <laughs> I feel like it's a mixture of bodily fluids and alcohol. Oh, excuse me. Seamus is calling. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Like, I'd be like, I need, I need, come on over, baby. NC, the carnicating, the killer the color, the coolest cat sitting at the goddamn table. And I am the provider. Provider? I am the provider of the Chardonnay. Okay, I think you're going to say perverted. I'm the perverted provider of the Chardonnay. The sole provider. So I'm also drinking that, but more fancily than the rest. I'm a fancy carny this week. I took a break from paving the road to WrestleMania. And now I'm drinking wine. And now Because that's what I do. I drink wine and I knew I drink wine and I know things. It's not very fancy because you overfilled your glass. <laughs> well, I'm a carny, so. Which so also means she's a lot. It's about as fancy as I get ready. Stop it. Oh, your champ's back. Oh, oh, apparently, no. that wasn't Seamus, that was just my ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, was she with Seamus? No. Emily sure is at house right now. It's so cozy. So the Celtic warrior, she's the little Filipino warrior. Oh, well, now that we're done with that, shall we jump into some Filipino warriors? Wrestling news: She's a slap fighting champion. Okay, a slap fighting. about slapping? So possibly one of the biggest stories of this past week is apparently CM Punk made a wrestling return. All because of the shirt or sweater. A masked wrestling return. We did do the GTS. It was um MKE wrestling. Yeah, and apparently they were the oh, place they were wrestling in is like the next. That was the last event that was going to take place in that building, and so it was like you know, people were like, "Oh, you know, he's probably just there paying homage to." Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was masked. Uh, you watch the clip, it, the crowd's very confused. Yeah. But he does do the GTS, and I feel like no one actually realized that's his finishing. Yeah. Well, because it looks just like some random dude ran in yeah. off the street in a hoodie. In a mask. In a mask. <laughs> I, just, I remember I saw a picture, and it was him, like, earlier, I guess, that yeah. day in the same shirt. And like, it was like a weird, like, X Files conspiracy thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But um apparently, um I actually did not know this, but one of the people in the match was Ace Steel, who was Punk's former trainer. Mm-hmm. And because of this, he won. 
So it's about to stop, but now it's on train. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Um, there are also rumors going around that maybe Punk's warming back up to the idea of pro wrestling. Um, obviously, don't think he would ever go back to WWE. No. no. <laughs> but I really don't know if he's going to come back. I really don't. This might have just... In my opinion, I think this might just be a one-off. He seems so done with pro wrestling that I don't know if he could. Uh, and to be honest with how his MMA career went, not that you have to have that to be a good pro wrestler, but you did that. And, and it was really bad. Yeah. And it didn't do well. It, it just didn't do well. And well, Xbox said that he can see Punk going to AEW. If he was going to yeah, go anywhere. Because yeah, I think he'd want the money. Oh, yeah. Not he's in, oh, yeah. He's in multiple lawsuits, so. So, money. Yeah. But also. Oh, Colt Cabana. Oh, yeah, that whole. Uh, multiple <laughs> lawsuits, but that one was the first one I was thinking of. We were fucking best friends. I know. I love Colt Cabana, though. Have you ever listened to his podcast? Boom, boom. He's fucking hilarious. He, he is, is the really... original wrestling podcaster. He is absolutely hilarious. I haven't listened to his podcast in a while, but God, he's so funny. Um, but also, scooting right along, uh, a poor NXT ref. Oh my god. Like Tom Casper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Broke his fucking leg. Shoot his bat. During uh, a match. It looked fun. And still Very gets graphic. the three count down. Which I just yeah. like, he's yes. like, <laughs> you can tell he's like, oh, son of a bitch. But he doesn't even quit count. Like, he's no. like a one, two, three. He's he does count. He... <laughs> yeah. I would have rolled out of the ring. I'd be like, nope. I feel like everybody nope. was like, that's the most badass. It's probably better than the match. I'm sure the match was great because it's an XT and who it was. But still, I'm pretty sure that made it like. Yeah, it was Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. So, so confused because we watched the video. We figured out that the one ref that got knocked down wasn't even the ref that broke his leg. How did he break his leg? As as far as when we're recording this right now, no one has footage of how the actual ref broke <laughs> no his leg. No pun intended. Which is yeah. footage. Which is, the past, which that's so weird. You think that I mean, I mean, maybe would. I would say maybe we didn't search hard enough because we really just started looking when everyone got to Castle Manwick. Mm-hmm. Um, but any of the videos we watched, it didn't actually show how no Tom Caster broke his leg. Yeah, yeah. but the it's other bad though. I mean, that was not just like a normal like oh you know you fell over and maybe twisted it and broke it like you fucked it up. The like, picture you can see his leg is like. Bit the fuck. Like, it's facing the, the opposite way yeah. than it should be facing. Yeah, and there was a second ref that, who came in, I think, once they realized he was down. injured. Yeah. I don't think but, he got hurt, but he did get knocked yeah. down at some point. But I think he came in and was just like, oh, why am I here? He's gonna keep doing this thing and then just got taken out anyway. But um, oh it was, was it Drake Wirtz who tweeted about um, Tom getting carried off in the stretcher and he like squeezed his hand. And he was like, "I love this business." And it was just like so fucking hardcore. <laughs> Good old Drake Younger. Uh, yeah, they were in Omaha. They were in Nebraska. But uh, as much courage as it takes for an actual wrestler to continue wrestling while they're injured, which yeah. do not get me wrong, you can exacerbate an injury that way. Yeah. But for a ref, who's really not supposed to be in line of duty, you might take a bump every once in a while for a heel finish. To actually fucking break your goddamn leg, and for it to be that bad, because the picture is grotesque. Yeah. And for mm-hmm. you to actually get three counts still in, and not a quick count, and not to be like, 
We're finishing this now. My leg's discombobulated. <laughs> it's a little discombobulated. It's yeah. fresh. We got in this. I punched it. I punched it <laughs> Just all of the kudos and respect in badass Rudy Tom. He needs a raise. They need he a- needs a something. Like I'm saying Hall of Fame induction. But <laughs> next year, like, yeah. go and get this rolling. He deserves something. I mean, I would hope at least they took care of his medical bills. At the very least, a slammy for <laughs> greatest leg break. <laughs> this guy. Greatest he have like a tough as nails award. But I mean, shit, I'll make him a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we should. We should make him a trophy. And send it to him. Yeah. Hey, you make trophies for a living. <laughs> I could totally do it. Don't give me those sad eyes. But uh, right after the badass, badassery Tom Caster, um, oh. we have a little bit of interesting news. So we will probably discuss this again when they threw Raw and SmackDown. But there was an extra superstar shakeup. In which the, the superstars were not done settling. Exactly. <laughs> so Andrade. Zelina Vega and Aleister Black are actually now on SmackDown. And Cesaro has moved to Raw. Now there's kind of two conflicting reports, and it could be a mixture of both. We do not know. One thing is, is that Fox, which SmackDown is moving to in October, would like to have more Latinos on there, because it's marketable for them on their Latino channel. So, Andrade obviously makes sense. If you're going to move him, you have to move Zelina. And WWE's trying to be more caring about married couples, in which Zelina's married to right. Black. Other reports say, since, if you haven't heard, if you've been living under a rock, that uh, Andrade and Charlotte are dating. That is confirmed. But uh, that Charlotte pulled strings backstage. Strong-armed. Basically management. told WWE, like, you're going to fucking do this. <laughs> And you're gonna like it. <laughs> or I'm out of here. So two two conflicting reports, but um, to be honest, in my opinion, I think it's a mixture of both. You can't tell me that Charlotte doesn't have front full backstage. Oh yeah, she has to because she's so. If they lost her, well, she decided she... just to go, or like you know, they would be pretty fucked. I mean, that's yeah. a strong. I mean. When you're ladies division, yeah, you need it. Like you have, you actually have a lot of strong women right now, but by far, it's Charlotte because of her carried, father. Like you have that, and that just she's yeah, it. she has the legacy, and, then and she it draws, also, and it also can draw on those fan, older fans, you know, oh, that's Ric Flair's daughter, you know, and stuff like that. So that still has that draw to it, just kind of like with Natty. Not that Natty doesn't have her own rights, but you know, hearts, yeah, hearts. thing. But the same thing with Charlotte. Yeah. Both Natty and Charlotte are both fucking extremely talented. Yeah, even if it wasn't for their so you legacy, have that legacy, but that just kind no, of. But also it. fucking very talented. Exactly. This is another note, but that show I was talking about, which I guess I'll say, um, it comes on Viceland, and I just recently started watching it because I'm they uh, house sitting for my aunt, and they have cable. It's called uh, Dark Side of the Ring, and they basically go into all these like horror stories and wrestling and it's pretty intense but I watched one and it was talking about Montreal Screwjob so they went to the hearts but apparently that family was just known to be crazy like a crazy wrestling family like they would invite people over for barbecues and apparently like obviously their basement was the dungeon and everything yeah, they the put people in yeah put people in moves but 
apparently they had a wrestling bear that they kept under the porch. What? And they had a picture of it. And apparently they would wrestle the bear. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> what? But apparently, uh, yeah, it, it was nuts. But apparently they were just known as that crazy mean. wrestling family that just literally would invite people over to wrestle or like the bear. I just like cook big dinners and have big wrestling things and like put people in like really painful holds and show them how to do holds and like first off the bear amazing it's the bear they had a picture of the bear secondly baffled by how you kept a bear in her door i was kind of like that's probably very inhumane but they had a bear apparently at some point but they had a picture of it like in the document i was like i don't even know what to do with this information i didn't really know i didn't know what to do you have to fucking bear what you're just like a bear yeah i don't know but it was put the bear in the bigger board yeah it was It was funny. Totally. But apparently also during... Oh, not the sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah, but apparently during the, um, uh, the Montreal Screwjob, when he was putting him in the sharpshooter, because he was going to make him tap yeah. out, he didn't even do it right. And he said that he actually had to rearrange his legs for him so he could actually get him in the hold correctly. So at that point, he couldn't even get the hold himself. He said, I actually had to move my leg around. They showed the video where he, like, moved his leg so he could actually get them in the hold. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah, it was really interesting. You guys should watch the show. They had a lot of cool things. I honestly am probably going to see the song like, at home because it's well, very we'll interesting. We'll try to see if we can find that. You might be able to look it up, um, but it was very good. But so, Viceland, Dark Side of the Green, check it out next. Because wrestling, honestly, it's got some dirty, 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 dirty secrets to it. Yeah, oh, they yeah. make it seem very, like, it's great. The way the narrator just makes everything, and it's great, it's great. It kind of, like, reminds me of making a murderer in some of the episodes. <laughs> like, they enter in and, like, but really? And then they go into the thing, like, yeah! Oh <laughs> it's great, like, it gets you going. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, I'm going to toss it over to the easy E, the sleazy one. Hey! <laughs> so it's time for your weekly Shamrock shout out, aka the Shamrock Shake. Um, it's supposed to be Lunatan only. It's lasted yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. the as long as he keeps <laughs> tweeting uh, and Unlike doing things, I guess. Our milkshake machine does not break. <laughs> yeah. Our milkshake machine isn't working, so. Um, but uh, four days ago. Shamrock at Shamrock Cam on Twitter uh, retweeted a post from the Fight Network. Um, he said, "Taking it back to my pre-UFC days, hashtag world's most dangerous man, Godfather of MMA, Pancraze MMA original." So Pancraze, um, the global standard in the MMA mm-hmm. since 1993, um, on their official Twitter, or they were tagged. Their official Twitter was tagged in a post by Fight Network where they had uh, something called Pancraze in 60 and they featured different fighters and they featured Ken Shamrock and showed a bunch of his early career bouts like from way back when he very first got started in MMA. Oh shit. So, and that's on the Fight Network. I bet that's in, I bet that'd be pretty cool to watch. Yeah. So it was on four days ago. Um, I think it was debuting at 6 p.m. that day, but it's the Fight Network, so you'll probably be able to catch it. Pretty much whatever. Well, Fanatics, go and watch that. Also, you might be the only one speaking of Kim Shamrock. Everyone needs to get a little gypped in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could have been big. 
Could have been big. He has unfinished business with WWE. He's kind of hinted um, more than once that he could possibly, you know, show back up over there. How likely that is to happen, I don't know. You know me. Every time Royal Rumble comes around, I'm clamoring for a surprise entrant number 30, Ken Shamrock. But uh, it has yet to happen, so we'll see. You know, one of the most interesting things, um, not one of the most interesting things, but one of the most memorable memorable things about Ken Shamrock I have about wrestling is that in Fully Loaded, he fights someone, what was it, Fully Loaded in the 1990s, he fights someone in the Heart Dungeon. Um... Who it is? This is that would see. be an interesting match. What? When was it? It was in the 90s. Was there Holy only ever one Flame? Yeah. I think there was only one. I swear it was Wait. Steve Blackman? Uh, no. Uh, Owen Hart. Yeah. He fought Owen Hart? Okay. Yeah. I still wasn't sure. I thought oh, wait, no. Fully loaded 1999 Ken Shamrock versus Steve Blackman. There was also yeah. a thing, a post from Daily Motion, Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock, a dungeon Williams? match. Oh. Uh. Oh, match. Oh, dungeon match in 1998. Ooh. Was that who it was with Owen Hart? Yeah. 98 was Owen Hart. 99 was Steve Blackman. Yeah, no, I was thinking 98 then. Yeah. Like, we had that on VHS, and I just always remember that. It was that fucking match. There's a lot of, like, I know that pay-per-view pretty well, obviously. Not very well, because I couldn't quite remember what you thought, but pretty well. That's when you have Undertaker and Stone Cold versus Kane and Mankind. That epic promo. Oh What's my god. Man? Are you and your brother in cahoots? <laughs> Collusion. Uh, <laughs> Collusion. Uh, any users. Ladies and gentlemen, shall we perhaps... Today in the car when I was on the phone with my mom on Bluetooth, and she she was disappointed. <laughs> my dad was laughing because he was, he was on the speakerphone. He's like, ah, I'm like, oh my god, did you like throw up? And I'm like, no, but that was great. <laughs> it was great. Sorry, it, it reminded me of that one. Except it was like longer and just like very echoey. Had a lot of. Had a lot of sounds in it. Had a lot of stuff too. Some bursts are some of the most satisfying. It was pitchy. I really liked it. It was a nice one. It was like one that you would have gotten on a soundboard. It was good. It was was legit. (laughs) Sorry, I had to to let everybody know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, But, so, basically, beginning Raw, we had Seth Rollins come out. In his hometown. The the burning down king himself. Hometown. And then uh, the one Triple H came out. Can I come up? Talking up Seth Rollins, he's like, whew, you stomped Brock Lesnar into the mat. And he's like, I stomped Brock Lesnar into the mat like three times. I don't really remember how many times, but how many times yeah. is it? Um, and, you know, they have things back and forth, which I was kind of like, aw. Because Seth was like the first NXT champion. I'm like, 
Your boy. Your boy grew up. <laughs> oh. Look at him handling shit. But this basically leads to a string of people walking out. Yeah. Because Seth says something basically on the lines of, well, I've got a target on my back now. Yeah. And so all these people come out and are like, indeed you do. <laughs> You're right. I want it. Give it to me. Um, so- come Samoa Joe. Drew McIntyre, Rey Mysterio, Miz, Baron Corbin, AJ Styles. Everybody. What was so, the date on Monday? The 22nd So, of course, what's going to happen, but... What they've decided. Triple H is going to set up a couple of the triple threat matches. Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, between AJ, Rey Mysterio, and Samoa Joe, and the other one between Baron Corbin, uh, Drew McIntyre, and Miz. Um, which also, you know, they're okay, going through the yes, trouble. I was going to say, it was a great match. Did not like how it turned out. Really pissed me yeah. off. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Was the whole, the, and the, the, the whole thing is that we're going to have these two triple threat matches. The winner of each is, are going to face each other for a shot at, yeah, for Money in the Bank. So, I didn't catch this. But I was listening to, I was watching Wrestle Talk on Wednesday morning, and apparently, one of the announcers, as the show was opening, mentioned that there were going to be two triple threat matches, and basically kind of let the cat out of the bag before. <laughs> and there was like, so basically, all of the beginning part of Raw was just pointless because you already knew there were going to be two triple threat matches. Anyway, I just I didn't catch that when we were watching it's it. Funny. It is pointless, it is pretty but I guess funny. maybe not because you wouldn't know who's in them. Right, but I guess. Still, yeah. Way to go, commentary. Yeah. Way to go. They probably realized right after maybe we shouldn't have said anything. It already happened. Yeah. Maybe they won't notice. <laughs> so the first triple threat match happens between AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, and Samoa Joe, which ended kind of crazy. So. Uh, Rey Mysterio had AJ on one second rope and Samoa Joe on another second rope. Yeah. Decide, you know, decisions, decisions. Decides to hit a six-one-nine on Samoa Joe. Uh, goes for the pin. AJ comes over, picks up Rey Mysterio. Styles clash. What before the? Uh, which did he? Oh, he power bombed him onto yeah, Samoa yeah, Joe yeah. first, then picked him up and Styles clashed him. Uh, Styles clash Mysterio on top of. Samoa. Samoa Joe, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, such a good match. It Ten looks good. Yeah, and then uh, oh, oh my god, yeah, yeah. But you know, in 2019, it's the opening match on Raw. Monday night. Or, yeah. Uh, so anyway, Styles. After that, uh, he pin he ends up pinning Samoa Joe for the win, and we'll move on to face the winner of the second triple threat match later on in the night. Um. Yeah. So it was such a good match. Uh, yeah. Then next we had. I don't think was there any little promos in between that? Maybe something. I don't know. But uh, next match was uh, Naomi uh, versus Billy Kay, and of course they came out and talked about their belts and everything like that. And then they name dropped Taylor Swift. Taylor. Oh yeah. Taylor Swift, which I was like, all oh, right. What? Uh, but Why? it ended up. Which Why? I'm kind of glad about this because I I felt. Like, literally, when I saw Naomi in the ring, because I feel like they cut to commercial and then came back, I was like, you know what? I just feel bad. Like, she They also talked about her losing mm-hmm. Bailey, because before the the Monday of the Superstar Shake Up, her and Bailey teamed up. And yeah. They were going to be a 
Yeah, yeah, Naomi was gonna basically so fill like, in little Sasha's slot. Lost everything, and Sasha's not here. <laughs> yeah, and I just felt bad for her because she just fell so far, and Naomi is she so was talented. a champion, and she yeah. was very she was in 2019. Champion. She was a champion. Yeah. Not just no, 2018. Sorry. I was gonna be like, nope, definitely not this year. <laughs> just like I was like, I'm in this past year, she was a champion. Yeah, she won it at WrestleMania. Yeah, the right? last wrestle, not not this, this one, but the last yeah, 34. Yeah. And she got the glow belt and then held yeah. onto it for a couple of months. Okay, a couple, maybe a month. month she went through. Two. She went through at least a pay per view. Yeah, and a half. Because that's <laughs> no, because that's almost oh. where they did the pay per view every single month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she had it. Let's see. She she won at yep. Mania. Had it a backlash. The SmackDown Women's it was yeah. Natty. It was she Natty. dropped it. She dropped it to Natty, and then Natty dropped it to. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was Natty. I don't remember. Natty or Carmella, and then somebody else had it. There's Natty, Carmella, then Carmella was Natty. No, well, no, but because Carmella cashed on Charlotte. Oh. Well, then it was. Was it Charlotte? But Natty and had it, so it was Charlotte Natty then Charlotte. Nikki Bella. No, that's what this says. That's absolutely not true. Oh no, that's the inaugural championship. Yeah. Oh fuck, she never has that. And also, it wasn't wasn't this year's SmackDown. Wasn't last year's SmackDown. It was SmackDown. SmackDown. Mania. Mania before that. Yeah. Because Charlotte and Oscar fought at last year's WrestleMania. So it was was the Mania before that. It was the Mania starting 2018. Not well, starting that year, that wrestling yeah. year, if that makes sense. Yeah, Mania 33. 33, uh, 34, because that was 35. Yeah, okay. And Natalia I, took it, and then Charlotte took it from her. I can't mm-hmm. tell you. And then Carmella Cashin got it. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, what a journey. What a journey. <laughs> Anywho, she was talented. I mean, all I know is that I wanted a Mania uh, last year, and then I wanted it again this year. Mania, she ended so. up winning pretty quickly with a roll-up, actually. <laughs> I am glad that she won, but I am also upset with what they're doing with these women's tech builds. They're kind of making them lose their... It just... They, yeah. they barely had like any prestige to begin with, because they're new belts. Right. You put them on Sasha and Bailey. Which, not a fan of either of them, but they're established wrestlers. Right. Even though I'm not a fan, I'm okay with that. They're and just I was... some sort of something. And then you put them on the Iconics, which I personally do like. I love them. I, it's fine so, if they would comedy. book them in serious matches and actually have them not doing don't. title defenses. Like, legit Well, they don't, defense. and then they're not losing, the fucking Brooklyn bombshells or whatever. Which, yeah. to me, if anything, you should definitely be winning in singles matches yeah. to show that you have individual strength. And then as tag teams, you're yes. doing some heelish. Well, yes. that's the thing. It's, it's fine. Heel, yes. If you're a heel, you can yeah. do it a heel. How you can do it in a heel way, however you want to. It's just you need to be winning because otherwise, as a heel, if you're losing, then who gives a fuck? Because then all your the trash you're talking doesn't really stand up to anything. Right. Because I mean, at least if you, I don't know, just like they're new belts, you need to make them look strong. Yeah. So I know that they are kind of a comedic tag team, but at the same time, even if it's not by clean means, you need to be having them win. You can have a, a comedic tag team hold bells. Christian Edge. New Day. Fucking, I mean. Yeah, there's so many men equivalents that have been able to do the it. Beat. <laughs> the beat. God damn, the beat. The beat. The beat. The beat. And they got over. And they did. They did. 
But my whole point being is that you have to, even if it's just quick roll-ups, and I'm, I'm so happy that Naomi got a win, because she, she needs one. Right. But at the same time, you are making these tag belts look terrible. But not against, yeah, somebody who's holding a, a title, whether it's a tag title or whatever. You were making them look terrible. Yeah. You were fucking at WWE. You gave, you gave them something nice, and I was I, I'm not a fan of Sasha or Bailey. I know Bailey's becoming a Bailey fan, so I'm a fan of Sasha. But. I don't think anybody is a fan of Sasha. You'd be surprised, apparently, there are. I've read on the intro hips. Yeah. <laughs> but. You give them, you give them something. Must be you give them something new, something good, and then you're just like, man, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Put it somewhere on the card for the show. And the iconics are good. They're good heels. Have them do heel tactics, like right. It doesn't have yeah. to be clean wins. The only win they've gotten are since they've gotten the belts. Since the Brooklyn Bells. Who? Brooklyn Bells. I think it's nobody in Brooklyn fucking knows. Yeah. Either indie wrestlers or just some sort of. Up and coming, some sort, some sort of like, something. Yeah. Like now, I will say it's not the worst thing to lose to Kyrie Sane twice in a row, but. I mean, well, I you're guess a this is on Raw. I oh, guess. Yeah. Thought Naomi. Yeah. I don't know. Any hoosers. There's fucking those belts. So we have our second. Triple threat match of the night, Baron Corbin versus McIntyre. This was such a good match. The Miz did so fucking well, and I just really enjoyed it. He seems reinvigorated. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I just, I feel like it was a very good match. And Drew Max can go wrong. I hate that fucking penis with the vest, though. I hate that motherfucker. I just cannot get over it. Mushroom tip with the vest. The funniest so, thing is, I was actually watching this with Nick, and he was like, is that motherfucker wrestling in jeans? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, why the fuck is he wearing They are dressed. Yeah, he was like, why is he wearing that? And I was like, because he's a dick. And he was like, makes sense. I'm like, it's Dude, ridiculous. Dude, looks the, like the, a fucking bartender. Second he does, he does. He looks like a bartender at like a subpar, like, we're Chili's trying to be Applebee's. Like a fucking, like a fucking, oh, like a Chili's like bartender that wants to be like, or like, yeah, like, we're trying to be fancy, but you're still working at the Cheesecake Factory like, sort of deal, calm like, down. trying to be a bartender. Calm it down, sir. And I love Cheesecake Factory. And that's when you want to go, this is no Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he definitely he works at Olive Garden. Right. Oh my god. Uh, but so, He looks like a cook that they pulled out onto the floor because they were And he's like, so I don't know what to do with my hands. It's like, most <laughs> of our servers don't have tattoos behind their ears, but we were desperate. We were desperate. We're very busy tonight. <laughs> hey, welcome to Put on a vest. You're out on the floor. But I would say the second step for Mr. Nick is to show him older Baron Corbin oh, with the long sense. hair Shrimmy and be like, be like, which one do you like better? Because although I am not a fan of either or, I will say this one is he better looks better. He just still, he sucks almost more though. Is that the thing? Like he looks better, but you still suck. A little bit more, just because I, I don't think he does. Like he's him. more of a heel now, whereas before he was like, I'm a lone wolf. I walk to my own. Arrgh! And you're like, come down, bear curbin with your spindly gum hair. Gross. Yeah, his like hair. Jason Voorhees with your fucking spindly gum hair. It's balding. Down. Like, I feel like Vince is probably like, shave it. Shave it right Why now. Why haven't you shaved it? He probably <laughs> asked him once, he's like, no, Vince, give me a chance, I'll get it to go grow I'll out. I'll get hair flicks. All right. So, and then it didn't like, work, and he was like, fucking shave it. <laughs> Shame us. So, any users, 
actually was not a bad very match, which match. I believe uh, it was, Yeah, it was a very good match. What ended up happening, though, was Baron Corbin just kind of cashed, cashed in on the spoils. Um, McIntyre hits a Claymore on Miz. Because basically it was Corbin and McIntyre going back and forth with the Miz majority of the time. And I think there was, there was some back and forth between them, but it was mainly them ganging up on the Miz. But one of them threw Corbin out of the ring or did something. Yeah, and for a while, then it was just McIntyre and the Miz, and then he hit the Claymore kick, and all of a sudden Corbin's like, <laughs> he pops yeah. back in. And he gets McIntyre out of the ring, stole the pin with the match, and he moves on to face AJ later on. And then Sami Zayn comes out. I love Sami Zayn, by the way. I love his, back. I love uh, the heel promo. Promo, though, was a it's little long. I mean, it was good. He was able to carry it out, which is the most important thing, but I mm-hmm. also feel like he had to, like, reiterate a lot. And I feel like it's great if you want to have a promo, but, like, you don't need to use... Hey, not that promos aren't some sort of filler, but you don't need to use them to fill time. You should put in promos that are good, give them a good length, and then be done with it. Like, fill it in with a little extra in your matches, maybe. A little more grappling or whatever you have to do. But, like, you shouldn't use a promo because then you're just going to wear it out. You can make, you can ruin a good promo just by making it a couple extra minutes long. A.K.A. Bray Wyatt. Exactly. Because then you're just like, you let him just talk and then you're like, what the fuck is happening? I don't happening? even know what he's about anymore. <laughs> I still don't know what he's about anymore. We need to get to that. We'll get to it, yeah. Very passionate um, about Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I will oh, still say I do like this heel Sami Zayn. Yes. I, I, get, I did go back and listen to, I think I, I may have, I may still have like 15 minutes left, but I've listened to the majority of that talk is Jericho. It makes sense now. With him right. back in December. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's exactly like, and he doesn't come off as an asshole about it mm-hmm. at all. He's just like in a podcast. He's definitely just oh yeah yeah. Feet but and it makes exactly. total sense. And you would, and you think about it and you're like, God, if I was in his shoes or you know in any of those resolutions, I would probably feel the exact same way. Like it's you probably really assholes. free and liberating not to have to worry about that bullshit. And then you know and not have to deal with the negativity and stuff. And you know and it, he talked about how you know social media as a tool. To, de- to yeah, to develop your character, you know, talking about Becky Lynch and all the back and forth she had with you know Rhonda and Charlotte and all that stuff. Like it's great. She and he's like she does it really well. But you know he was like and then you know there were people like you know Dean Ambrose who never really used and he was like one of the things I love was uh, in his bio it was like they made me get a Twitter, <laughs> you know that was like. Yeah, which yeah. honestly kind of fits the character, even though it's probably just him right. personally also being, being like, like, I don't I never give a shit. shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't right. want to do this. But, uh, but yeah, it was a really awesome episode. I'm glad you brought that up. I went back and listened to it. It was pretty good. If, if you're ever questioning the character he has now, just listen to the talk is Jericho. Like, easy you did. Yeah, it was from, it was, uh, if you look on it, the uh, the it's Talk the is Jericho podcast feed. It was in December. Uh, that yeah. one was good too. I think it was the one that we listened to on the way back from Nashville. Yeah, this one it was on. Oh, yeah, okay. it was released back in yeah. December. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but I just go check it out because it's, it's pretty rad. If you have any questions about his current character, if you go and listen to that, you will be totally on board for what's going. Yeah. Um, so then we have a Cesaro versus Cedric Alexander match, which this was 
his Raw debut. Yeah, this was his first match. And you would think this first match would be used to help get him get you, you know, get you Cedric think that over. When I saw Cesaro come out, I was like, he's not gonna win. So yeah, this like, is the first point where Cesaro but... actually appears on Raw. We know there's something going on with the the superstar shakeup in quotation marks. Right. Um. Fucking pretty good match, though. It really was. Not sure if I agree with the outcome. Uh, also, since we haven't seen Sheamus, I have fears for the worst. Yeah. I don't um, know. Because I know he got retirement. injured, and he's already had some issues going on, a la Stone Cold, kind of. I know they had similar injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to come back or not, or if this might be his end. But, um, sad. If he's not, I think they might keep him on SmackDown. Like, I think they've split up the bar, which is also very sad. But, um, so Cesaro versus Cedric Alexander. Very good match. Uh, I wouldn't say unfortunately Cesaro gets the win, but I would hope they would have given it to Cedric Alexander. Not upset with the match. It was match, good, though. It was good. And not necessarily upset with the outcome, just not how I would have booked it. True. Cesaro ends up uh, countering a springboard with the European uppercut, which he does. So it was great. Well. No, that was great. Yeah, that was so fucking pretty well. badass. Which is why I'm not really upset that anyone's like, but shit was fucking beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. So, ends up winning the match. So five days ago on Twitter, Seamus tweeted a picture of himself with a bottle of Guinness and said, see you at SmackDown, fella. Mm. And then three days ago, posted a picture of him uh, with Cesaro, and I guess they're toasting... It looks like some coffees. And it just says, long live the bar. So, no mm. fucking idea. No idea. Um, so, the Viking experience. Oh, wait, before that. Wait, wait, before that. Um, the Usos. The Usos in the revival. Talk of mad shit. I have a brief confrontation backstage. Are you crazy if you're trying to... Sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> you're crazy if you're trying to talk some shit to the Usos. As far as shit talk goes, I don't think any... As far... Especially as far as tag teams go. Yeah. I don't know how well they would do on their own. I'd like to think they would do well. But, um... But, like, you don't, you don't step you don't, to the Usos or you don't step to the New verbally, Day. Verbally. The New Day will take you a new asshole, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is why their feud was so great, because verbally they can get at each other. Oh. But, um, so... The Usos and the Revival have a brief confrontation backstage. I would say the Revival didn't do bad They obviously didn't rival the Usos. It was they they held the room. Usos basically like it's Usos contention and the Revival's like, go fuck yourself and they're like, excuse me. <laughs> Welcome to the Revival. Uh but so after that, um, we get the Last week it was the Viking experience. This week it's the Viking Warriors. Now we're hearing it's the... The Viking Warriors. So who knows what their name is. I feel very bad for them because they are two fucking very talented guys. And this is something that could ruin a main roster career. Easily. <sighs> very easily. Especially because you just brought them up. A casual fan doesn't know who they are because they don't watch the NXT. And, it, and you keep changing their name. Well, you keep changing their tag team name, and you've also changed their individual names coming right. up, which they should really, honestly, have just left alone. Oh, you don't I need Eric that. and Ivar or Ivar or whatever. Bro. Yeah, Hanson and Roe. They're fucking... Is that not good enough for you? I mean... They're going to make them Viking names, which is why it's Eric with the K and Ivar. Ivar the Boneless. But I'm like... <laughs> 
you shouldn't be changing people's names that is that are already established in NXT. Yeah. Because even though a casual fan doesn't know who they are, your hardcore fans do. And you're yes. like, this is stupid. Stop it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Why are we doing this? And then if you do change the names when they get to the main roster, you shouldn't change it two fucking more times. Yeah. They'd be just like putting a little top hat on Baron Corbin and calling him something else. <laughs> like, we all know who the he just, is. That's just the Baron? The Baron. The Baron. The Baron. The Baron. Uh, I think he should be a magician if he got the top hat. Because he's already, dre- he's already half dressed. Or have, him, have him dressed in drag and put a cape on him and call him, let's just call him the Baroness. Yes. Uh, he starts letting matches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's beginning to enrich your matches. He's in the fucking <laughs> May Young Classic. And... Oh, that's like, kind of what are you doing? So at this point, they are the Viking Raiders. It's the Viking Raiders versus Luch House Party. And guess what? Never really got started. It did not. It didn't. The Raiders ended up attacking Leaf Shorts before the match even started. Um, the Viking Raiders, which is as funny on Uprox, they said the Viking Raiders is the new name of the Viking Experience, which was the new name of the NXT Royal Raiders. Which is true. They, I don't even know. It's all, it's all true. I can't believe we've done this. Like, I really can't believe we've done this too, too. I mean, I suppose I should. Fantastic After everything we've seen happen to NXT stars uh, when they get brought to the main roster, yeah. I feel like I should not be surprised. By God, I am fucking surprised. Yeah. They find new ways, man. Very surprised. It's just bad. Just the Viking smacked. experience. Yeah. Oh god. The funniest thing, which we talked about last week, when they started calling them the Viking Experience, it sounds like a theme park. Like it sounds yeah. like a it sounds like a well, world ride. They're actually like ride at uh, Six Flags. There oh, actually yeah. is a thing I think in Norway called the Viking Experience. Oh, of course. And you actually go and do like a Viking type thing. Probably not like raping and pillaging and stuff. You can go but, like pillage this entire. But like on a on a Viking, it's like there's like a I think like a Viking <laughs> boat and then like you know the weaponry and all that stuff. To get to experience all that. But it's actually called the Viking Experience because there was talk on I think between the ropes podcast wrestling podcast about you know. It's, how have they not run into like trademark issues? Yeah. Issues with the Viking experience, it being an existing thing, but maybe just that the two fo- the two are so far removed from each other. You know, it's a thing way out there. I feel like for the thing in Norway, you were seeking that out. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You're not googling wrestling thing. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah, after experience. that. Baffling moment of Becky Lynch and Alicia Fox. So Alicia Fox is still a thing, which I'm again baffled about. Ugh. Haven't heard about her in a while, and I feel like you're gonna fire Arn Anderson for letting your wrestling drunk. Maybe you should fire her for saying she can wrestle drunk. <laughs> Just my thoughts on it. Right? Well, yeah. Did she face a suspension or anything for that? Well, like maybe that's why she's been gone so long. As far as we know. Yeah. Nothing was enough. Apparently, all they said is that she was getting help for her Uh, issue. I heard that she they offered her help and she denied it. Not good. I don't know. Was she sober when they offered her help? No, I'm good. Because you know, when you're drunk, you can do anything. Ah, good. I go to my own place. Which they love. (laughs) There, they allow me to drink. (laughs) I don't think they really. Um. 
But that I wasn't feel really the important part. A little bad for Becky. I feel like there wasn't a whole lot of offense on Alicia Fox's part. No. She sold whatever offense there was. And look, Becky, you don't have to do it. <laughs> you don't have to. Becky, you don't have to do this. So. Um, but before the match, Lynch and Lacey Evans had actually cut promos on each other and talked shit. Because uh, I feel like they're trying to make Lacey Evans kind of like the next other blonde girl, Charlotte. Yeah. Here's our next Charlotte. Who has a better uh-huh. self? She does, like, jump up one thing and twist around. And like, oh, yeah. An honest. Honestly, I am a little bit more impressed by She's the next generation Charlotte. So player. after Lynch won the match via the dis, uh, disarmor submission there, um, Evans... I think right, right after, like, dirty, she, she's still kind of in the move and yeah. Fucking yeah. Lacey Evans comes up and hits her with the woman's right. <laughs> the woman's right. Oh, God, it just too late. I don't think John was catching that that's what that was called. And I was like, you know when she punches her with the right hand, gives her that right hook, it's called the women's right. Which I like, dig. I do dig. He was like, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's cheeky, but I like it. It is. And I think I feel a soft word. It's a fucking... It, yeah. That's being right hook. It's, it's, it's pretty good. But, uh, but yeah, Lacey Evans hits her with a couple of those. And then, I think Lynch just kind of laid out. Lacey Evans goes away. Goes away. And then, goes. uh, Robert Reed, Mustache Man. So, there was, Sorry, also, to say. <laughs> there was also a backstage segment with this. Yeah. Where they had asked what used to be Bobby Reed. <laughs> <laughs> He was, he's About a big boy. People going to SmackDown. He's a big boy. He wants to be called Robert now. I am Robert Rude. Do you see this mustache? I'm no serious, Bobby. I'm an adult. I have aged. <laughs> I got this mustache. I am grown. I don't understand. Oh. I honestly feel terrible for Bobby Rude. I will. Yeah, him. he. It's, 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 but this know. mustache and calling Rob. Can we give him like a Ron Burgundy gimmick? Yeah, Ron Burgundy. If we did that, it'd be okay with not Like a cheesy, kind of sleazy, but still somewhat classy news anchor. I don't know. But, so we have Robert Roode versus Ricochet, and this is what I was afraid when they brought Ricochet to the main roster so quickly. <sighs> Bobby Roode beats him, and I do not want Ricochet to become a glorified jobber. He's too good. Bobby Roode's honestly too good, but... Don't even mention that. Robert. He does not deserve to be a fucking jobber. Ricochet no. is... He is one of the best prospects coming up in history. And just because he's not a big fucking muscly dude, Vance. But that doesn't matter. Is, what happened. He does that. It's a goddamn shit. Yeah. Took a glorious uh, DDT. And... I'm sorry, but if you had had... If they had actually built up Bobby Roode, because I honestly am going for a piece on Robert Roode. Um, I'm going to call him Robbie Rude. Then Robbie Rude? Okay, we can do Robbie Rude. Robbie Rude. I, I will compromise. Just not Robbie Rude. Robbie. Robbie Rude. Robbie Rude. If you have built yeah. him up properly and then Ricochet lost him, Agreed. I'm okay with that. Yes. But what you've done with him in this is some bullshit. <laughs> if you couldn't tell by our previous commentary, obviously, Robert, aka Robbie. Bobby Rude, uh, aka Robbie. 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 Robbie Root. Booby, he's still Booby. Booby. Booby Root. He's Booby Root. He wins, and I I don't like it. So And I don't like it. This is the main point I feel like we all wanted to get to. 
in this segment. Oh my god. So Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's blonde it's now. I just feel like he honestly, aside from everything else, he looks good. He's lost weight. He's bulked up. I'm excited to see what maybe his ring gear would look like. I just want to see what he looks like. I don't like how flattened out the collar was over the sweater. It's 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 too bad for the collar to be as flat. It's like like his collars like way out here. Cause he didn't yeah, a butterfly. Yeah. A butterfly collar. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It's he did about to attack to so it a little bit further. But I completely agree with him. He, he looks good. Sick. He's lost weight. Not that he necessarily even needed to. But, but I like, feel he like he lost weight. He looks trim. He looks yeah. good. And then, yeah. and then you settled him with this creepy Mr. Rogers gimmick. I just think that's his face. It's like I a Mr. Rogers cross with Peavy's Playhouse. It's just a little too early to just throw it out. It might be good. We don't know. I mean, um, it, it could be all right, but I just feel like what's going to happen is, okay, if you were going to stick... WWE. If you were going to stick something... Like, okay, I feel like if you're going to stick him back with some sort of creepy gimmick, why would you just not kind of keep him with what he originally had? Like... Kind of take away yeah. some of that weirdness with the whole how it got weird with the house horse. Just bring back to his weird, creepy, cult leader. vibes, cult, cult vibes, yes. type vibe. That worked there. Yeah, and I feel like honestly, people, if you could change his ring gear, you could you know make him look better. He could come back refreshed. But I feel like this is kind of just a waste of fucking time. Yeah, keep him with the voodoo vibe. Have him like a white copper shingo. Can we call him Father Shingo? Actually, going to change what he does in the ring. That's what yeah. I'm curious about. It, like, I feel like this is just a waste of promo time because you're going to see this shit a whole fucking lot and it's yeah. really annoying. Yeah. Well, Especially since they literally played it on SmackDown. What I really did not okay. like about him before, I was fine with the gimmick. And even, you know, when he had, you know, his little minions of, you know, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper and even Strowman with his with him, I was fine with the gimmick. It was these unnecessarily long promos that just fucking drag out. Like 15, 20 minute long promos. It's just like, yeah. not necessary. Not necessary. <laughs> well, even this one was a little bit long. Like, yeah. I get what they were, I mean, I guess that's what they're trying to go You're with. You're trying to set like, up the whole thing. Are you but... going to have him bring puppets to the ring? Like, are we going to do creepy puppet shows? I mean, like, what is this actually going to mean other than you're trying to make him creepy but in a different way? To me, He's always been kind of creepy. That was the whole thing. But I just, I feel like I just, I don't To know. me, I think this could work with someone that wasn't already established. I feel like it's going to be very hard to get over with someone that is already that is established. That's a very good point. I, I mean, he, he already is kind of poking fun at himself and what he used to be, which right. is, maybe that's the point. I'm not sure. I, Honestly, I it's going to depend on his first time in the ring and how well he does then. Mm-hmm. I'm still not a fan of this necessarily. Or at all, whether it be match or in ring pro. Also, one of the big things with WWE is that they're supposed to be PG, right? Yeah. So you're basically marketing a very fucking creepy kid show to a show that's supposed to be kid friendly. Yeah. And I'm not saying that kid shows can't be creepy, but I'm just saying this. It's not appropriate for kids. Well, it's like somebody and, tweeted yeah. at Bray Wyatt, yeah. like, um, my, was it six year old or something? It was like my six year old, six year old just watched her a bit. Now I've got to buy her a chainsaw. Thanks a lot. And he was like, I had a chainsaw when I was a kid, and that turned out awesome. <laughs> 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 like, 
from what I've heard, though, the plan is to make this the darkest character that they've ever had in but, the WWE. I've read that too, but I just don't see with, how. I don't know how you can do it from from this point without show, without with crossing a line. Right. Yeah, because if we get into like child sacrifice and shit with this, that's going a little too far. Maybe we should Which throw him in, back that, in the pond of repackaging. As an adult fan, I mean, it's still a little too far, but I'm kind of okay with it. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, but when it, you're trying to be a PG company, right? You fuck yourself. If you're gonna no. do child sacrifice, but somebody can't say fuck or shit, yeah. I, I have nothing. How are you even doing that? I don't know, like, I don't I want somebody, I want one grown-ass man to be able to tell another grown-ass man he's going to beat the shit out of him. And I want to be Braun Strowman saying it to whoever he wants to say it to. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But I, if you're going to do this, I just don't think you should prop it up as a kid shoe. No. You're, you're going to, and from what I've read, sponsors of WWE are not, not okay with this. Really, they think it's not gonna go well. Like yeah. it's not cool for them. Yeah. The only thing that interests me about it is Mercy the Buzzard is the only one that's got me. She's and it was like just the coughing cough. at the end of the. <laughs> <laughs> you know why it may not be sitting well with sponsors, and the only reason I mention this because lately kids. with well kids, but if you think about like. Like the Momo thing and all the creepy things that have surrounded kids saying, yeah. things. It's I feel like it's, really it doesn't marketing. sit well with right. like parents and just people in general because they're like kids yeah. are, you know, and kids are super susceptible to those things. Now it's not like he's like, hey kids, go in the kitchen and stab your parents. You know, like, yeah. I mean, but honestly, where are they going to go with this? Like, is he going to start like talking to kids? Because that's not good either. Like, no. I'm just going to say that just from a first that I don't think that's good. I, I don't know. You can almost still have them be a creepy show if you want, but just not cater it towards kids. Like, it's weird that yeah. you're catering it towards you know, kids. They actually did that. Like, whenever he was the original Bray Wyatt, he had a kid that was his follower and whatever come out in, like, a robe and shit, I feel like. But, uh, it's, yeah. The kid's not really following him. It's not, like, a pre-televised kid show. That's kind of creepy to me. Yeah. It's unsettling, and I'm not not a fan of it. Oh. And I can see the sponsors being upset. Yeah. Who comes? <laughs> that was kind of just in general, I think. Not really. I feel like you're just wasting a reinvigorated Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he looks good. He looks strong. He's capable he's of great things. Just quit giving him so much fucking creative freedom. If that's what this is. If, if they're trying to get loose, or if it's creative no. coming up with it this shit. Be. I actually read something saying that The Undertaker was heavily involved. Oh, what in the fuck? With this Mark, this Mark, we need to have a talk. <laughs> Mark Calloway, I'm calling you out. I mean, I feel like right? really I call you out, you show up, and you can have a conversation. A creepy character, like, don't just, stare I don't know, I feel like they're just, they're walking kind of on thin eyes with this. Like, they might end up making a good character. It honestly could end up being very good yeah. for the storyline, but I feel like they're going to end up making it that way, and then they're not going to be able to keep it that way, because people are going to start getting pissed. Yeah. And they're going to have to redo whatever, throw him back that into that. The original Bray Wyatt. <laughs> So we've been down this fucking road before. I'm surprised Bray Wyatt's not like guys. So I almost agree with you. I would not, I would not doubt this to be good for a minute. 
They're gonna be creepy, it's gonna be very good, and then something's gonna happen, and some shit's gonna ruin this. But anyways, we get our last match of the night for all. We get AJ Styles for sparing Corbin, and to be honest, in surprising fashion, which should not be said for an AJ Styles win, AJ Styles wins. Which is good, because if Baron Corbin did, I would have probably punched a wall. I would have been okay with it because it's money in the bank. I thought we were going to stay safe. Age of Styles were Seth Rollins throwing the big four. Oh, uh, well. SummerSlam. That's what I was looking for. But. Uh, we already know what happens. Corbin. Whether it's the cash in. But, uh, so. Styles ends up winning. So, at money in the bank, we're going to get Age of Styles versus Seth Rollins. Um, also. One reason why this might have happened was because, from what I've heard, money in the bank tickets are not selling very well. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. So, by God, they are trying to up that fucking ante. Because it's supposed to be the same day as the Game of Thrones finale. I, uh, Serious finale. Sorry, but you can't. There's no way you're going to compete with that. You honestly should have omitted that weekend or just... I'll be really push honest. forward a week. Or push the back of I'll watch until Game of Thrones comes on. And I was thinking originally I would probably have Game of Thrones on the TV and maybe the rest of the paper be streaming like on my well streaming on my phone or on my la- on my iPad or something, mm-hmm. but I kinda don't even want to be distracted during the finale, no. so I'm probably gonna be like I'll just the Google this shit later. Yeah. So not that I couldn't go back and watch, rewatch either one of them like the next day, but you don't need that. Wrestling's always going to be there. Game of Thrones yeah. won't be there the next day. It's very so. surprising, but I don't care. Because <laughs> I've like, only watched the first season of Game of Thrones. Oh, gotcha. So I'm going to wait till all this is over, and then maybe I'll go back and rewatch it. I don't know. I'm not even going to talk about anybody with it because then everybody just piss if I'm like. No, I feel like that's pissed, probably a better pissed. plan. I just, I just, you get to binge the entire like, thing. You don't yeah. have to wait. Oh, yeah. You don't have to torture yourself. I know. I like that. No, I mean, I and wait with two years almost since the last season. And I really enjoy the show in general from what I've seen from it. It's just. Mm-hmm. I already told you that the first like two seasons, first season's kind of slow. Second season, it kind of picks up with the third mm. seasons. Really, uh, oh man, yeah. yeah. Yes. Token. Regardless of that, you do you. No judgments. All right, shall we smack it down? Fuck it up. Are you? Uh, probably need to. I can stay for like ten more minutes if we hurry up through it. All right, all right. Hurry, hurry, hurry. All right, smack it down. Let's go through it. Oh. Shaver man comes out. Start through Captain Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is. <laughs> Punching a man's right. face. And oddly enough, goes on and on about how dare a man punch or put hands on another man's father. And just like, you literally He's just did that. You literally did that. You grabbed his father by his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Shane ends up calling out Reigns, and Reigns comes out, and Elias attacks him from behind because Elias is he. Mm-hmm. And Elias and Shane together beat down Roman Reigns. Right. And then Elias lays him out with a drift away. No. And after that, we get a match. A good match. Yes. 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 Finn oh. Baylor. Finn Baylor. Finn Baylor. Finn Baylor. Finn Baylor. Definitely <laughs> not. Actually, it's sound pretty We get a good old Fergal. <laughs> so this is Andrade's 
first match back on SmackDown. We're still that confusing back and forth. Shake them up. Uh, yeah, sh- shake em. We shook them up and we shook them up again. I feel like it's like a gallon bottle. <laughs> we shook and baked. <laughs> shook and shake So we got a Finn shake Balor versus Andrade, and Finn Balor wins in a fucking fantastic match. Like, to be honest, I just want them to kind of be thrilled. Oh, that would be amazing. Right. So Zelina Vega tried to interfere, mm-hmm. uh, jumped off the top, missed Finn, Andrade caught her, set her down. Then asked her if she was okay. Like, of course she's okay. You just fucking caught her. Yeah, she's like, I'm fine. Um, but turn around, Finn Balor. Uh, yeah, he hit him with the... Uh, the was it a hoop kick? I yeah. think it was a drop kick into the corner. And then, and then he so did it. Okay. okay, yeah, that's what it was. I'm trying to remember how Andrade got I think him. I mean, that was the poop. Coop de poop. Coop de poop. Yeah. Is that I coop de poop. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, so then afterwards, the last challenges reigns to a fight at Money of the Bank via song backstage. Yeah. Well, it's not just an well, challenge via song. Well, he's sitting on the back of a vehicle, which we then find <laughs> out is Shane McMahon's limo. <laughs> he's like, come on, buddy, let's get out of here. And they get in the car and zooms over off. And it's so stupid. It is stupid. Jesus. Yeah. So, Laura Sullivan? Oh, wait, no. Jenna yeah. Mahal shows up. Oh, we get a... Oh, uh, no, no, this is... We get a singles when, match between Kyrie Sane and, and Peyton Royce. Right. And Peyton Royce. Like, like two or three minutes. But right before Thank that, God. they show a little backstage promo where... Earlier Formerly Absolution... Right. ...calls oh, out yeah. Paige and says... This is never gonna happen. It's gonna be too late in the future. Yeah, you made a mistake. We well, come back crying. Pretty blah, blah, blah. I understand, but I also be like, no one's really that behind Absolution. I don't know where <laughs> yeah. you guys are. Yeah, anyway, gives a shit. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, ladies. It was no, just it something was... for Paige because she just. It really was. That I'd rather watch your word. social media post about eating donuts out on the road. Like, come on, no care. <laughs> That's all I care about. I'm more about Paige with uh, uh, Kyrie Sane and Oscar. Oh yes. my God, so Kyrie Sane, new to the blue brand uh, in the main roster, has a singles match against half of the uh, women's tag champions, the Iconics, uh, Peyton Royce, which Sane ended up pinning her after dropping the insane elbow, which is, it's just cute. It's, She's so cute. It's not. What the fuck? Okay, she is cute, but the insane elbow is not cute. That shit is... It is probably... The amount of height she gets yeah. and the amount of... And just... Her but movement it's just, itself is the prettiest fucking elbow drop looks like she gets seen. coming down. Yeah. Even though she's tiny, that she looks fantastic. Well, that's why it's cute. It's, it's because she looks like a little anime character. <laughs> she does. And I love it. She does. We need more animes from the same culture. But uh, after the match, Amanda Rose is starting to go. They walk out, do a little clap. A slow clap. A slow, a, a bit of a slow clap. I'm like, ooh, After that match, we, Jinder Mahal is back on SmackDown Live, I guess. Nobody cares. For a match that never even happens. Yeah. Better. It was supposed to be him versus Chad Gable, who mm-hmm. was, they did announce, was coming to SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. However, he is time to shine. He's a hairy ogre, man. He took a fucking clothesline. That shit looked painful as shit. Yeah. Box like they did not tell him about it. Right? And that happened, sorry. Gronk, we forgot to tell <laughs> um, But yeah, Lars Sullivan attacked Tag Gable and the Singh Brothers before Gable's match with Jim Hall could even start. And then our truth tries to come out because 
Why he not? Was attacked last, last week, last week by Laura Sullivan. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, he's and I thought he might get the upper hand. He looked so strong coming out. I was like, we can't have But no, you got this. But no, I got, got some offense. All my eggs in our tree Never put um, and then Reigns ends up accepting Elias's uh, challenge for Money in the Bank, so that's going to be a thing for now. So this might be my favorite part of SmackDown that comes up comes up after that with Reigns accepting Elias's challenge. Yes. It's Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch having their promo off. I yeah. don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. And I love it because, for one thing, I think they're such great friends that they know how to play off each other. And it doesn't seem rehearsed. No. It's, yeah, it seems There are points of both kind of talking and the one saying something and the other one's going a little bit after that. Um, all this kind of like talking off the mic to where everyone can't hear it, but the camera catches it because it's for TV. Yeah. And they go back on the mic and you're like, a little bit of exchange I kind of loved there. it. I'm kind of loved it. I can't lie. Um, so basically, Charlotte's bitching because Becky pinned Rhonda. She didn't pin her, so she deserves Rhonda's belt, but not hers. And she's like, "No, Charlotte, I've pinned you how many times before? I knew I could pin you. I needed to prove that I could pin Rhonda. So fuck you. I deserve both of these belts. You can suck a dick." And uh, you can suck all the dicks. I'm the man. Suck my dick. I mean, oh god. But if she did, I've been like, if we're gonna do this Bray Wyatt thing, you better let the man tell Charlotte Flair to suck her dick. If we're gonna, this is what we're doing. WWE, my god, this is what we're doing. We're doing all of it. Going, going full scale. Um. So anyway, Flair said that she wanted a shot at Becky Lynch. After Lacey Evans gets her championship match at the bank. Um, basically, Charlotte goes <laughs> on to say, or Charlotte, uh, Becky goes on to say, look, you are the fucking web because it's tied to me. I'm done with fighting you. Yes. We have fought so many times. I like to see Bailey. I like to see Ember. I like Some to new see challengers. Ember. Yeah. Any, anyone else basically. Yeah. Anybody but you. you. Exactly. So then Bailey comes out to the ring and she's like, hey, Charlotte. Get in the back of the line. <laughs> like <laughs> there are other people. She's like, very do you know <laughs> like, do you know who I am? She's like, fuck you. This is where I'm starting to not saying full fledged, slightly starting to become a Bailey fan. I like Bailey on SmackDown. I think she's gonna do some great things here. I, this is where I become Sasha. a Bailey fan. I really I liked her in this side. I was, like her more than Sasha regardless. Yes. Yeah. Her being yeah. apart from Sasha is probably very good for her. But no, this this segment she was fucking fierce, and I was like, she was. Get, I was like, this is the Becky that we need. Not not a full heel, but like an anti-hero. Basically, like, which I mean, I that's kind of what they were me. wanting to do with Becky, I guess. But Becky I don't know. is an anti-hero. I don't think Bailey needs to be an anti-hero. She just needs to be a little bit more. She just have a little bit more bite. Yeah, she's she needs to make nice. it believable that she fucking. Fights for a living. Right. You know, not, instead of hugging people, like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you're it's a wrestler. Stupid. You're not a hugger. You're, you're not a fucking like, host Like, if you want to do that, that's right. fine. But we're here on, to girl. wrestle. We're not here to hug. Exactly. True. This whole industry is based upon, and as a fan, I say this, fake fighting. Oh, yeah. 
And I say fake in the fact that you guys take the bumps, you guys take the injuries, but, like, you're not actually punching each other in the face. Right. Unless there's some shit going on. Or you fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not intending to, like, give some In reality, you're you're trying to make something look real, but it's an accident or you're just a fucking potato or something. Yeah, like, unless there's some heat and you're, like, punching fucking face. Yeah. But, um, you hit me and I'll punch your face a la Brock Lesnar. But, um, I like Becky during this. I like that Becky said that I'm done with facing you. I want to face new challengers. I want to face Bailey. I want to face Ember. I want to face other people. I don't want to face you. And I love that Bailey came out. Bailey fucking looked strong as hell. Mm-hmm. Not alive. I love she knocked I love the that. microphone out of her hand. Which oh. I was like, oh shit. I was she, like, oh Bailey. <laughs> I was like, she wasn't done talking or anything. She just swatted it out of her hand. I know. Like I was a, like, she was like a cat. Just and she actually got a little bit of a pop. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Not when she walked out, but she said something I can't remember exactly what it is. But she got <laughs> yeah. a pop. And I was like, she oh. said, "Let's fight right now." Yeah. And then and everyone was like, "Oh hell yeah!" And I was like, "I'm not." The fans aren't done with Bailey. It's just the way you present her to the fans, which is the thing that WWE needs to understand. <laughs> yeah. Um. Un- I would say, unfortunately, because uh, I love me some, some show where And we know we'll get a good match for the two of them, but unfortunately we're having to watch the same shit over and over and over again. But Charlotte does uh, take Bailey down. I would say that match, though, between Bailey and Charlotte was probably the best match on SmackDown that week. Oh, yeah. This week. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking good. I thought Bailey was gonna win. A, a handful of times I thought she was gonna take us. And not gonna lie, Bailey or Bailey, um, Becky has to defend her titles twice in one night. Which, you know, we were just talking about that last week or the week before. I feel like if you're gonna lay claim to two belts, you should have two separate title defense matches every pay per view. Right, you've got to defend them separately. Now with challengers from both brands. Here is my question on that: Is do you think she loses one of those title matches? I highly doubt she loses both. No. Or do you think the money in the bank is cashed in that night? She retains both, and someone cashes in and takes both. I would love for Charlotte to take a belt from her and then immediately lose it. Like Charlotte's right. Bailey. Yes. Oh my god. That's how you fucking do that. Yeah. That's fucking excellent booking. I, I love the thought of that. I'm in love with that. I want I, it to I, happen. I honestly love this new Bailey. Yeah, I honestly do. I'm not gonna lie. And, and I've kind of say I'm a Bailey fan. Oh my god, my heart. What am I doing? Ugh. Usually, I mean, <laughs> usually it takes me like until much closer to Money in the Bank to pick my who's gonna get the briefcase for man, well, the man and the woman. You know they're gonna be qualifying matches. Oh yeah, yeah. Or whatever. But I feel like Andrade and Bailey are gonna be my picks for this year. <clears throat> I want it. I want it. I hope Bailey does. Yeah. I honestly do hope Bailey does. Um, but uh, so last match of the night, interesting happening. We get Kofi Kingston versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, so Kofi gets the 
win via DQ. So, just this. This whole thing. I don't even know where to begin to unpack this. Um, he hits the SOS and Nakamura is pinned, but Rusev jumps into the ring and attacks him. And then KO and Xavier Woods try to make the save. And they lay everyone out. And no one's turns? Like, I just... Oh, it basically lays Kingston out this gig. Yeah. Uh, Owens, and then he goes to powerbomb Kofi onto the apron when Xavier makes the save. Then KO powerbombs Xavier onto the apron as he stares down the new day on his way up the right. At one point, I'm pretty sure he holds up the belt over the yeah. view. Yeah. But I just... It's like my last point of debate with this is that they, they went too soon. Yeah, they went too soon with the heel turn, but um, as we were discussing earlier before the podcast, that kind of one of the reasons for that was um, uh, the uncertainty of when Daniel Bryan is going to return. Being in top heel. But my whole point being is. You have a slew of heels you could present as top heels and would be incredible if you booked them correctly. Well, you know, and when... I don't know. Shinsuke can be a top heel. Rusev can be a top heel. Lars Sullivan, even though I don't like him, could have a pay-per-view match if you absolutely required. You have multiple heels you could have pay-per-view matches with. Until you figured out what's going on with him. Yeah. And at which point, because B is going to be out for a minute, at least for a couple of months. A month at the least. Yeah. A couple of months, probably. But um, that's why you have K with him. And I like K with his face. And oh, I yeah. like what they were doing. And they just. They fucking ruined it too soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> And I feel like it would have been more, honestly, heartbreaking for fans if you had paired him with the new day for, like, multiple periods. I would yeah. honestly think to, like, Really build that series. bond between them and that, like, that friendship they're, they're between them. Team. Yeah. It would have made more that's sense. That's what Mr. Business said. He was like, you should have had them last till Survivor Series. Ooh. Wow. And it's a while, that but it wild. would have been worth it. Imagine the turn after that. Now that would have been fun. I don't know why. It was like some Chris Jericho, Kevin it's Owens, fun. the Festival of Friendship. It would have been better and less gimmicky. Uh, yeah, of course. Imagine after that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I think that wraps it up for SmackDown. How are you feeling about it? Phonetics. As always. Peace. Oh, it's
social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Tumblr. We're the best. As always, search them out. Just Google Three Families. Search Three Families and Pod on any of those websites. We will pop up. You will see the gold belt. And you will be enticed to like and subscribe and to follow. And to love. <laughs> and to laugh. And to cry. <laughs> and hopefully maybe also... So many emotions. <laughs> also hopefully maybe to... Donate some money. I don't know. I don't know. Before we even get to that, the places you can always hear these wonderful wrestling, ramblings, rumblings, and pieces, if you will, of wrestling. You can always hear us. (laughs) (laughs) On certain places. You can hear us. Jesus. You can hear us. You can hear us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Stitcher. Hey, there you go. All five. Those are all great websites you can log on to and find three fans and pop. You gotta hear this. It's breaking news. It's wonderful news. It's the best wrestling podcast you can find. And if you also happen to feel that way, always donate to our Patreon. Log on to www.patreon.com dot com forward slash three fans pod all over case. We have different reward teams that we are ready to reward people with. Comment. Boots. Tier two. Tier two. Get your own wrestling gimmick by us. You just gotta provide us with a little information. That's all it is. Just a little information about you. And I'll give you all you ever wanted. <laughs> For a character development. <laughs> For a gimmick. And wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Easy. Just trying to keep you from being sleazy. <laughs> call me. You're gonna be one sleazy one of those. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a character repackage. I'm gonna be the sleazy police. But for now <laughs> it's too sleazy. It's yeah. just a, it's just a favor. <laughs> and Oz out. And as always, fanatics, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, anything you'd like to discuss, please email us. Your fans in gmail.com. <laughs> All over case, we'll be there. We will answer. Had no so far. Good first. Let's see what's up. And as always, fanatics, stay classy, stay drunk, and we are out. Out. Out.